a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. About 50 years ago, during the Nixon administration, the Environmental Protection Agency was formed, specifically on December 2nd, 1970. Going back to the early 70s, here is an address, uh, or a portion of an address, by President Richard Nixon in a message he shared with Congress about the environment. Each of us all across this great land has a stake in maintaining and improving environmental quality, clean air and clean water, the wise use of our land, the protection of wildlife and natural beauty, parks for all to enjoy. These are part of the birthright of every American. To guarantee that birthright, we must act, and act decisively. It is literally now or never. During the past three years, we have made a good start. We have passed new laws to protect the environment, and we have mobilized the power of public concern. But there is much yet to be done. Ask yourself this question. When you think of the environment, and you think of President Trump, what ideas come to mind? What's the reputation he has? Think back to uh, you know stuff you might see on social media, or conversations you might have with your uncle, or your niece, or nephew, or something like that. Would you believe... Would you believe that, according to EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler, that under the Trump administration, Americans are breathing the cleanest air in many decades? Would you believe that? It caught me off guard. I got word from the EPA just the other day that that was the case. They shared with me uh, a trove of data. I've combed through it. It's absolutely fascinating. And to help us understand that, in fact, I've been uh, lucky enough to have a conversation, arrange one with Andrew Wheeler, Administrator for the Environmental Protection Agency, who joins me on the line now. Sir, how are you? I'm great, Lee. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. This news is mind-blowing, to say the least. Explain it to me, please. Well, sure, but you know what's sad is that it shouldn't be mind-blowing because everybody should understand how the air has gotten better over the last 50 years. But the media, for the most part, never, ever covers that. The air, we've, the EPA has been measuring the six criteria air pollutants since 1970. And since 1970, our data shows, and this is not Trump administration data, this is, this is the career scientists here at the EPA, it's, it shows that the air is 77% cleaner than it was 50 years ago. And the air has improved. Pollution has gone down 7% during the Trump administration. And that is the first three years of the Trump administration, 2017, 2018, 2019. Because I know there's some people out there saying, oh, wait a minute, it's gone down because industry hasn't been operating for the last three months. Well, this is data through the end of 2019. So it doesn't even take into account 
the 2020 data yet. So for the first three years of this administration, air pollution has gone down 7%. And overall, our air today is 77% cleaner today than it was when EPA was founded in 1970 by President Nixon. It is not unfair to say that President Trump and his administration may end up being the friendliest administration to the environment uh, in American history. I certainly hope so. You know, we we are addressing pollution across the board on the air side, which is the air trends report we're releasing today. But water, you know, we we are moving forward with a, with new regulations on lead and copper pipes, you know, to make sure that we have no more Flint, Michigans anywhere in this country. That regulation hasn't been updated in over 20 years, and the science has changed a lot in the last 20 years. And on Superfund. We got 27 Superfund sites cleaned up last year in 2019, the most in any single year since 2001. But we've been doing this every year of this administration. So we're going to have an incredible record, um, you know, five years from now at the end of this administration on how many Superfund sites we've been able to get cleaned up. Um, and we're, we're doing this. It's important to particularly at the community level, to make sure that where people live, that the environment is improved. And that's why we're focusing on cleaning up Superfund sites and communities. We're focused on cleaning up brownfield sites, and we're focused on improving the air quality, particularly in our inner cities. How are supporters of the president and the administration and your administration, uh, your agency, how, how is the perception uh, so off it it this feels like and listen i am a supporter of much of the president's uh, policies uh, I, I i stand behind and will be a vocal cheerleader of, of much of what the president is up to uh, but again i even as a, a supporter uh, found this information uh j- just so surprising how ha- how has my perception uh been so wrong well you know first of all the the media is going to um to, to paint everything in a negative picture. And so are, quite frankly, a lot of the, the national environmental organizations because they raise money off of showing that things are getting worse. And things aren't getting worse. The air is so much cleaner across so many parts of this country. And, you know, just this year we, we um, brought um, Utah County from non-attainment into attainment for PM10, which is the particulate matter. That, you know, those large particles that are in the air that, that get, people can breathe and can get into their lungs. We just um, three months ago moved Utah County from non-attainment to attainment, which means that they are meeting the, the legal um, regulations for PM10. And we have moved, I believe it's 37 um, cities around the country from non-attainment to attainment in the last three years. We're working with the governors and we're working with the local elected officials to make sure that they're making improvements on their air quality in their cities in particular. Also help me with that. rural counties, but in particular the cities and the inner cities. Help me with the definition. What, is it, what does attainment, non-attainment mean? Sure. So if a city is in non-attainment if they're not meeting the standards. So if they're not meeting the standard for one of the six criteria air pollutants, such as ozone or particulate matter, there's both coarse particulate matter, which is PM10, and fine particulate matter. If they aren't meeting the regulations, then they are in non-attainment, and they cannot increase their emissions 
whether or non-attainment, and they have to work on ways of getting to attainment. One of, for air quality in particular, one of the ways that a lot of cities around the country have, have improved their air quality is, for example, having um, mandatory vehicle testing for vehicle emissions to make sure that people's cars are up to date and are, are reducing pollution. So that's one of the measures they can take. Other cities around the country have done things such as on high ozone days, providing um, free public buses um, for on high ozone days to encourage people not to drive but to take public transportation. There's a number of things that cities can do, and we've been working with the cities to make sure they know all the different tools that they have and to try to get them from non-attainment to attainment. And attainment status means that they are attaining the national regulations. Outstanding. Andrew Wheeler, Administrator of the Environmental Protection Agency, my guest. Sir, uh, fascinating news, uh, wonderful, wonderful developments, good work. Please keep it up, and thank you for joining me on today's program. Absolutely, and thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Isn't that amazing? Would you have guessed that? It absolutely caught me off guard, but to comb through this data, I, I can come to no other conclusion than right now, under the Trump administration, that the United States is enjoying uh, cleaner air than has existed in this nation for over 50 years. Absolutely amazing. I'll share with you some of this data on my Facebook page uh, in just a moment. If you make your way over there, Lee Lonsberry, type that in. You'll see the live mic logo in the corner. And in just a moment, uh, I'll have all this data up there for you to see for yourself. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to turn our attention back to the protest, specifically the practice of police officers taking a knee alongside protesters. There are those who feel that that is nothing but a stunt and a gimmick. I disagree. I'll share with you my thoughts and those of the people of Charlotte. Next on Live Mike, I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.